0: You know, I get it. I get it. You know, you you go on social media, you see all these positive quotes. Perhaps you, you, you have a few quotes hanging around your desk or at home. But around you, things just seem to be falling apart. And then you start second guessing yourself like, am I being real? Am I really just in denial? Is positive toxicity really a thing? Like, is this just a way for me to... Escape the reality of the mess that is my life? That's something to think about. Hello and welcome to Family Planet 365. I am your host, Melina Jackson. I am so happy to be here with you today. Happy week. Happy June. It has been so much going on. It's good things. All good things, right? So what have I been up to? What have you been up to? How was your life since the last time we talked, right? Well, you know, time goes by really fast. And I talk about that all the time. So I just like to come back like I never left, but I'm glad that you're here with me today. So I've had some really fun and amazing experiences since we last talked. Um, I flew to D.C. to move my daughter um, out of her dorm and she, you know, came she's home for summer. So that was, you know, quite a task. That was my first time um, doing that, you know, having to move. Someone from college to home. Of course, I did that for myself, but I wasn't as far away for undergrad. So it was interesting. It was very easy, very doable. And so I'm appreciative of that and my son graduated from high school. He is now a high school graduate. I'm so happy and so thrilled for him. He was a valedictorian and the valedictorian speaker for the graduation. And it was just so fun to just really um watched him and help him through that whole process and you know we practice his speech like every day just you know we would just go through it one time a day and I would just give him pointers and he nailed it guys and I was just like you know it's been about two weeks now and I went to him the other day and I was like you know Grant I you know just had to pause for a minute because I was just like wow that was such a cool experience and I'll tell you why um You know, when I graduated from high school, I want to say I graduated with like a 2.3 GPA. It wasn't it was not it wasn't anything to really talk about, guys. And I remember not feeling the um, I started really feeling like, wow, I could have done better. I should have done better when I was sitting in my um, the awards uh, ceremony before graduation and the baccalaureate service, um, baccalaureate. I never, I like to like mispronounce it to um, aggravate my husband, but I said a baccalaureate, but it's a baccalaureate. And I remember people were getting their awards, they were getting their, um, they were getting their scholarships and the, the announcements, and and it was just like, wow, I'm not, I, I guess I'm not getting a scholarship, and they're not talking about, you know, I'm an honor student or anything like that. I didn't have any cords in some kind of way but you know unfortunately that is not the time to start thinking about what you should have done because nobody cares about what you should have done what did you do right but I didn't have the resources or the knowledge to know that you know you take your AP courses you take your honors courses and you you make sure you apply for your cores, your honors cores, and you join the um National Honor Society. Now, I do remember wanting to be cuz back in the day they would tap you for the National Honor Society and I remember like thinking, man, I would love to get tapped to be in the National Honor Society, but of course, I didn't have the grades cuz you have to take certain classes to get the grades and to be considered and I just didn't I just didn't have the bandwidth. Like I didn't know how to go about doing that, right? So that didn't happen. But I just remember sitting there at the end of my senior year thinking, I wish I could have done things differently. What would I have done differently? I do not know. But I do know that I want more. And this is not it. And needless to say, we had, you know, the valedictorian speaker, that's usually the person who has the highest GPA. And they get to speak. And I'm like, I would love to speak. You know, I loved, I've always loved public speaking, but I didn't qualify. So why am I sharing all this with you? It's because that um experience with my son's graduation really took me back down memory lane and when my daughter graduated the year before i remember looking in the program and thinking oh cuz she got her um california um academic cord and then she had the national honor society cord so she had her cord like two cords and then I remember looking in the program and it showed like all the cores you can achieve. And I'm like, well, how be they have it listed here. So I remember talking to my son about it. And I was like, we need to make sure you qualify for these cores because he had always had a 4.0 GPA, like freshman year and everything. So when we started, we went into senior year, I started doing some research and I was like, oh, Grant, You've already been inducted to this society. We just got to so- com- complete the paperwork. So it was a lot of administrative work that went into that just to make sure that he um, is on record, um, that his GPA is up to par and that he's on track to receive his course, his honor course. Well, let me tell you something. And I will post this on the um, Family Planet 365 page. I'm actually going to do a real because I posted some raw footage of, um, you know, the graduation time. He received every last cord that was available. Okay okay and not only that he was the speaker for the graduation and you know i was like wow you are doing everything that i wanted to do but just didn't quite know how to get there so the 18 year old melina thanks you the 18-year-old Molina says, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing her dream to come true. Because, you know, sometimes that's why I, I don't understand envy or jealousy. You know, when you see someone doing something that you want or doing better than what you're doing, it's not a time to like get like, oh, well, you know, that's OK, whatever. That ain't all that. You know, you can look at it like, wow, that's possible or wow, that's exactly what i wanted and and it feels so good like to see like to be so close to it right like for instance i don't have enough of it but i love being with people who are just like living life like it's not even about like wealth but it's just like you just everything is top tier for you i love being around people like that just top tier like there's no holds bar like what cost what? We don't even care. Like this is what I want, this is what I get. It's just something about that. And I see that in my son and it was just so beautiful to be a part of that experience because I as an 18-year-old graduate sat there feeling underachieved, right? But fast forward to, I don't know how many years I came out in 95. So what, 28 years later? I don't know. Fast forward 28 years later, I get to sit in this graduation overjoyed because not only are we the highest honors and it's not like we were just so like, oh my God, like you can't go out on the weekends or, you know, you don't have a life like this is it. You have to be straight A's. It wasn't even like that. We were so easy about it. And here I am in graduation and my son is like the speaker and he has his chords and oh my gosh, just everything that I wanted and it felt so great. And I just, I am still living in that moment and I look forward to even more amazing things to come because the better it gets, the better it gets. So yeah, that's um, that's been my month of May pretty much is, you know, dealing with end of college, freshman year, graduation. Amazing. Like I'm just still on. I don't want to say I'm on cloud nine because that's kind of, you know, weird, but you just feel overjoyed. It's like, wow, man, you know, one of the things I know for sure. And this is one of the reasons I do this podcast for family, you know, Family Planet 365 is because as parents, we are resources for our children. You know, one of the things um, I am reminded of is that it is so important, guys. It is essential that you get your act together, meaning your mental act, because your children are counting on you to serve as a resource for them, a resource meaning help me along the way. Not necessarily like you gotta do this, you need to do that, but like how can I be of service? How can I be of service to you? What do you what, what what do you need? You know, and be non-judgmental about it. Like I cannot tell you how thrilled I am. Like I have never had to go to the school for my son because he's in trouble or you know, there were some issues. Never all the years and i remember even like going to um you know how you go to meet the teacher night in high school or whatever elementary school but primarily in high school and i would get there and they're like your Grant's mom? oh my goodness he's so amazing thank you you're doing a great job and not that i live for that but that says a lot you know especially being a black male student because we don't we don't see we don't hear that enough. And I really feel like um if your child is having behavioral issues at school, you need to check yourself. You need to check your home because something's going on in the home that they're going to school or going out into the world and feeling like they have to misbehave or feeling like they need attention in some way whether it's negative or whatever. You need to check the home. And that is why I'm here. I think it's so important that you take care of yourself first, mentally, physically, spiritually, because your children are counting on you to lead the way. And I'm not saying that you have to be perfect because you're not good. I'm not perfect, you know, but I can tell you this. I never say anything to my children that I have to apologize for later. Because I'm very wise with my words. And one of the things I always say is my superpower is self-control. I have self-control. You're not going to just toss me emotionally to and fro. I have self-control. I I control myself. And I think that is so amazing because you'll never hear me having to have a conversation with my child. I'm so sorry that I said that to you. No, because I don't say I don't say stuff. I don't just say whatever comes to mind. I think think before I speak to anyone you know and I think that is a cool 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 skill to have and if it's something you need to work on I encourage you to get therapy to talk to someone you can trust or to journal journal your feelings because it is so important and I'm I'm sharing that because how It affects your household and you're raising these beautiful young kids, these children who don't stay children very long. And it could be a lot easier than you're making it. You know, um, I kind of cringe a little because, you know, when my children were small, we didn't really have social media like this. And I'm so grateful. Oh, my gosh. If I had to document My labor and delivery, I would be so stressed out. Like, you know how many people do that now? Like, I do not want to be in the labor and delivery trying to record a podcast, not a podcast, record a reel or something for Instagram. I am so glad that we did not have that. And even my child when they're baby, I didn't have to stick a phone in their face trying to get footage. Oh, my goodness. Thank God. Thank you, God. Okay. But. For those who are doing it, like I see a lot of moms like, oh, mothering is so hard. Oh, my goodness. This is so hard. No, it's not. It's not. It's the feeling that you're assuming about it. It's not hard. Because if you're taking care of yourself and if you're being easy with yourself, you will transfer that energy to raising your children and being with your children. And they pick up on that energy and then they in turn are easy with themselves. Then they go out into the world and they're easy with, on others. And then you you alleviate the bullying, you alleviate um, having behavioral issues. It's an amazing, amazing system when you are just easy on yourself and you translate that to your family. That's why I always say something is going on in the home when children have behavioral issues. You can deny it. You can say, no, they're just like their dad or whatever. Okay, whatever helps you get through the night. But I know for sure that it comes down to the home life when there are behavioral issues. So that's my take on motherhood for now, because I am, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a parent and you could be a parent of a preschooler, perhaps an elementary age student. Or you might be a new parent of a newborn, but just know each each, um, level has a new skill set that you'll want to acquire. But I tell you one that stands the test of time, and that is being easy with yourself, taking care of yourself first. Because when you take care of yourself first and you're easy on yourself, what does that mean? What does it mean to be easy on yourself? You don't judge yourself. You do not judge yourself. You um, you're calm. You take uh, you take time to process what's going on. You don't overreact. And um, I understand that, you know, a lot of us didn't grow up with these skills. Uh, These are things you need to you want to learn. Um, I know for me, journaling really helps. And because I'm always evolving, always evolving. If you're not evolving, you're dying. You should always be evolving. You should always be changing. You should always be getting better, period, because that's it's more life. You're here for more life. okay? so um, what was I going? So I wanted to share this with you because it's so essential. It's so important as we as adults grow into who we are called to be. Our children are watching. We're guiding our children and they don't stay small for long. And the truth of the matter is, they'll always be our children. They'll always be um, counting on us. And that's cool. But that's why it's important that you don't get burnt out by fifth grade because you got a long way to go. And the best way to get through this journey or to easily be on this path is to be easy with yourself easy with yourself and we'll talk more about that as the months go by and I don't know if you remember but the last podcast I mentioned my happiness workshop and that was such a success um, I did like a beta group and just wanted to kind of just get an idea of like if I start putting on these different um, seminars you know via zoom online because it's more convenient for everyone But what does it look like? Like, what are some of the things we want to be discussing? And what are some topics that we could really go take a deep dive to get you to be the best version of who you are meant to be in that moment? Because remember, we're not static. We are energy. We are always moving. We are always evolving. And I want to support you on that journey because my thought is if I can support more parents, more guardians, more families The world will be a better place because everyone is feeling fulfilled. Everyone is feeling whole. So that's my mission. That's the journey that I'm on because I have too much wisdom. Yes, ma'am, you heard it right. I have too much wisdom to have it just locked up inside of me. I want to share that wisdom. Because I've been through quite a quite a few things, quite a lot, and I'm oh, I'm grateful for it all. You know, one of the things Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club always says is, "We thank God for it all," and I've adapted that mantra. Like I thank God for it all because everything, good, bad, or indifferent, is here to get you to where you feel you want to be, and that, my friends, is a beautiful, beautiful journey. So I'll be sharing more about um, the happiness workshop. Um, I'm thinking about even like just posting it in the uh, Kajabi on my um, platform where you can go in anytime, you know, of course, there's a fee involved. You take the class at your um, own pace and really just start thinking about like, you know, how do I want my life to what do I want my life to look like? How can I make this thing matter to me? How can I make this thing easier for me? Because I like to say I can do hard things, but I get to choose whether I want it to be hard or want it to be easy because everything is about your perception, right? So those are some of the things we talk about. Um, You know, we'll be talking about in the happiness workshop. And I just want to just bring those classes to you because, you know, I, um, did subscribe to Masterclass years ago. And I was like, wow, this is so boring. Like, how is this essential? Like, you know, it's basically people that have mastered life, so to speak, quote unquote. But it's like, okay, this is cool and all, but okay, I can watch this on, you know, a documentary. How is this? How do I apply this? So that's the biggest thing with the Happiness Workshop is how can I apply this to my life To make my life sweeter for me. Because you are first. I don't care if you have one child, two children, five children, six children, eight children, whatever. You are first. Because for too long, especially mothers, nothing on dads, but especially mothers, have been taught, you know, you come last, put your children first, like, take care of them. No. You come first. Your happiness comes first. How you feel about yourself comes first. Your self-care comes first. And then you give to your family and they'll appreciate you for it. And then there's no resentment either because you're not sacrificing anything. You know what I'm saying? There's no sacrifice. You don't have to sacrifice anything. Well, to an extent, but we'll talk about that more. But for the most part, no, you don't have to sacrifice anything. Right. So. I wanted to share that with you about the happiness workshop because I know I mentioned it. And a few of you did send emails about how to get the links. And um, you, were, of course, invited to the um, beta class. So I got the beta class underway. So now I feel like I'm ready to like start some courses. So beyond the um, listen for that, I'll definitely share more about the happiness workshops and classes that are available to you. And um, I hope that you'll join us because it's it's really a good time and it's a deep dive and it's um only if you're ready for a better life should you join us um and better by how you define it because my better life might not be your better life you know what i'm saying okay so today i wanted to talk about is positive toxicity really a thing oh excuse me the reason why i wanted to bring this up is because you know, too often we're we're told to think positive. Just think positive. You know, think positive. And too often I hear people just quoting positive quotes. And quite frankly, that's not enough. It's not enough. Because we can say things all day long, but it's really not about what you say. To an extent it is, but for the most part, it's really not about what you say. It's about how you are feeling about what you say, right? So, I I, I think that um, a lot of times we get caught up in, you know, um, being positive. You know, everything, being positive means everything is perfect. And... If you've been on this, this um, physical life plane, like I've been on this physical life plane, everything is not always good or positive or on the up and up. But what I do know is that whatever state of life, whatever the state your life is in, it doesn't matter because you create your world. So... Being toxic, positive toxicity is like denial in a sense, you know, and, you know, I'm going to give you I was thinking about did I want to mention this? I think I mentioned in a, a previous podcast, but, you know, I'm always like taken back when people commit suicide. Because I'm like, man, I didn't see that coming. Now, I know I don't live with the person. I don't even interact with them, you know, outside of like social media or whatever or what I hear. But it still just always just takes me. It's I'm knocked off guard because it's like, okay, so life got too hard. I didn't see that coming, you know. Um, So I think it's, is it Twitch, that dancer? I want to say Switch or Twitch. I can't remember, guys, but... Um, you remember he uh, has the kids and the wife and they would be on Instagram dancing and I remember like, I didn't follow them but I remember they would pop up in my feed and I was like oh that's so cute I guess and you know that's their love language that's their thing that's cute you know. And then he had the uh, Ellen loved him on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I think he was a DJ there. And then she he started like taking over the show. I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. Cause we don't, we don't have enough of that. Like African-American males, you know, being on primetime television like that. And, you know, kudos to Ellen for like, you know, empowering him in that way. I love it. Right. But then when he suddenly ended his life, it was like, oh my gosh, what was going on in your thought pattern that made you feel like you just couldn't take it anymore? So that's what I'm that that's my concern is that you know, we see people on social media, um, especially you know, this couple they're on their dancing, look like they're having a good time. From what it looks like, they had an amazing home, careers are on point. Cute little kids. Oh my gosh. And then suddenly he ends it all. And I don't know the details. I do Google from time to time trying to find like what happened. Like is there any more information? Because I'm always curious about people's thought patterns. Because your thoughts create everything. That's why I feel like you have to do more than just be positive. It's not about being positive because he was on Instagram dancing like three days a week, you know, at least. And they looked happy. So he they were being positive. So why wasn't that enough? Why wasn't, you know, having a great career, having a, a nice relationship, having a great home, having kids, being able to dance, having a lot of followers on social media. Why wasn't that enough to be like, I have an amazing life? I'll tell you why, based on my experience, because it's about your thoughts and how you are feeling. So one of the things I'm learning, and I'll go, I go deeper into this in my um, classes and that's it because this stuff gets a little woo woo. It's kind of like, oh, okay, so that's some, you know, what do you? You know, that's Illuminati. Like, you know, people just come up with these different labels of things. But when it's the truth, it's the truth. Like, there's no way around it. But one of the things I do want to touch on briefly is that, you know, you got to feel your way into the life that you want or the life that you desire. You can't just talk about it. You know, it's kind of like people just quote Bible scriptures. You're not living it, sis. You know, you're not living it. Do you really believe that? Because just talking and, you know, spewing out quotes or Bible scriptures is not changing your world. It's not changing your life. It's not affecting your life. You're just making noise. But do you feel your way? Do you feel it? Do you feel the emotion of being a happy mother? Do you feel the emotion of being, um, you know, feeling whole do you feel the emotion or the the feeling of success do you feel it because forget a quote like quotes are great but that's just noise and then being positive you know like oh you know being happy all the time that's not real that's you know you start I, I give the side out of people who are always so chipper because to me I'm like okay how are you behind closed doors because this can't be um you all the time because life isn't like that. Like we're given feelings and emotions for a reason. That's our gauge. That's our meter for life. Like that's how you know how you are really um, moving about on this planet. How do you feel? So when I talk about, you know, positive toxicity, is it a thing? Yes, it is. Because it's it can be toxic to think you just got to be positive all the time. You don't. You don't have to be positive all the time. But what I do want you to keep in, take into consideration is how you are feeling. Because how you are feeling is going to dictate how the world shows up for you. Not quotes that you know. Not being positive. And yeah, you're going to have a good attitude. I'm not saying like you could just, you know, be mean to people, but I feel good. Because get this. When you are monitoring your feelings and you are feeling your way into what it is that you desire or the feeling or the life that you want to live, then the world reshapes for you. So there is no way that you could possibly be feeling your way into happiness, feeling your way into being feeling wholesome and. And then be mean to people or treat your children like crap or not take care of yourself or, you know, not being um, pleasant to your spouse. It doesn't work like that or your partner. So feeling is important. Feeling, monitoring how you feel Like you ever wonder, like, you know, or feel like you ever thought about, you know, when you're worried about something like I don't get um, somebody asked me recently, like, oh, how was your daughter's um, first year of college? Were you worried? Were you scared? I said, no, I was never worried or scared. I was excited and happy for her. And I know that she and I was I feel confident that she'll know what to do when she needs to do it. Because sitting up worrying and feeling scared because your daughter is halfway across the country for the first time is not going to behoove me or her because how is that helping? How is that productive? How is that beneficial to either of us? But if you feel your way, if you feel the sense of happiness, the sense of security then that's what's going to show up for you it has to and for too long we've been taught that you know if you're worried about something that shows you care no it doesn't if you were if you're worrying that shows that you don't know but worrying does not mean you care like people say i was so worried about you don't worry about me don't be worried about me that's not good energy that's not good that's not a good way to feel don't be worried My children, they would never hear me say, I was so worried about you. I wasn't worried about you. Because how is that helpful? It's not. It just adds more chaos to the mix. You know, and a lot of people wonder why life is showing up the way it is. It's because you feel like you could just say a good quote and everything works out. It doesn't. We have more power than that. So I want you to, Take that into consideration, you know, are you being toxic with your positivity? Because. It's not real, like being positive is not real, it's about your feeling, how are you feeling? Are you feeling your way into what it is that you say you want? Um, I use body image or body, for um, example. I've never said I don't like my body or I'm going on a diet or I just want to lose this weight. How is that going to help you in your journey in a positive way in a in a way that is a is efficient in a way that is um productive, right? Because it doesn't. You know, the more you hate on your body, the more you um feel that you're not what you want it to, it's not what you want it to be, the more you're gonna get of it not being what you want it to be. Because again, that's how it works. That's how life works. That's the secret. And think about that. What if you're feeling like I love my body no matter what, no matter what stage it's in, I love my body. I love the way I look. I love the way I feel. Guess what? You're going to get more opportunity to love your body, to love the way it looks, to love the way it feels. And your body responds to those feelings. And so when you work out or you're you you you're in the kitchen or you're out to dinner, you're going to make different choices because it's by nature, by science, that your body's like, well, he or she loves me. So you know what? Instead of getting this double-double cheeseburger... I'm going to opt for this, um, this, I don't know, Capri salad or, or I'm going to probably eat this double, double burger, but just be mindful in the week that I'm going to just ease up. You'll start just naturally coming up with the solution or the way for you to love your body more, because that is how feelings work. So quoting quotes and saying positive affirmations doesn't, I mean, you could do it if it helps you get through the day, but it's not as effective as how you are feeling about everything, right? Because how you feel about everything is what's going to show up in your world. So I want you to give that a try. That's going to be my um, assignment to you between now and whenever the next time I record a podcast, right? I want to know, like, I want you to take the simplest thing. It could be, uh, for example, you don't, like your preschool teacher for whatever reason she's negative or there's always a problem or she doesn't give your child the 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 chicken nugget that they want it's always it's always something right what if you change how you feel about that person and i'm not talking about like being in their face smiling oh hee hee! all of a sudden you're so happy and so positive that's not what we're talking about because that's that comes across as fake i'm talking about in your private time what if you just feel differently about this teacher and just be like i have the best you know sometimes you have to start with the words right just to get into the feel Wow, I love my son's preschool teacher, and then just feel the love like she is so amazing. She treats him so well, and then just feel the gratitude and the appreciation of this preschool teacher like just feel it right and then just go about your your business, just go about your day, and then even if something comes up she she's negative again when you pick him up and Just as they're talking, feel the feeling, not the quotes, not the words you say, because we don't that's not whatever It's feeling it. Feel the way it would feel to love your preschool teacher and to feel the feeling of having a preschool teacher who is so amazing and treats your child like her own and just feel the appreciation of that and the ease of that. See what happens. Use that as an experiment. Let's see what happens when you do that. Okay, that's my assignment to you. I want you to start feeling the feelings, and because you've been doing it all along, but it, it probably wasn't in the best way. Like you worry, you have anxiety. You know, you've been using it, but you we need to flip that because it doesn't have to be that way. Remember, we talked earlier about you know parenting is easy when you're easy on yourself. And flipping flipping the script and feeling the feelings is what's going to allow you to be easy on yourself because more things will show up for you to feel the good feelings. It's amazing. And it's you know, people don't talk about this enough. We don't know this enough. And I just feel we could save ourselves so much more heartache if we just knew this. So enough with the quotes, enough with, oh, I'm going to think positive thoughts. I'm going to, you know, quote these quotes and, you know, be just smiling in people's faces. It's not even about that. It's about how are you feeling? So try that assignment. I can't wait to hear what happens. And um, also, you don't have to, like, say by this date because we don't, you know, time is not relative, like, their time is made up, so we don't care about how long it takes or whatever. We it takes as long as it takes, but you're gonna be you're gonna enjoy the process because you're gonna you're gonna feel better instead of like having angst when you go pick up your child. Or and I'm using that as an example because I had that issue at one point years ago. But um, so that's the that's the uh, example that was closest to my mind in the in the moment. But you can apply that, but do it small. Do something small. You know, if it's a neighbor or um, traffic, you know, your relationship with traffic or being late all the time, you know, you can apply that. Like, feel the feeling of like, I'm always on time. Like, I never have to rush anymore. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Is positive toxicity really a thing? And yes, it's a thing that I think we can go deeper. And feel the feelings versus quoting the quotes. Okay. So I am your host, Melina Jackson. It is so nice to be back with you at Family Planet 365. I hope that you all have um, started the month of June in a, an amazing way. I hope you have great plans for this month. Summer's coming. Um, The years and months just go by so fast. So let's just enjoy every moment, you know, because we deserve that. Like, that's your birthright. Let's let's enjoy it. That's why I don't ever say, oh, this is my favorite month or whatever. Every month is my favorite month. Every day that I get to wake up is my favorite day. My favorite day. So. That's what I wanted to share with you today. And again, I will be sharing more about my happiness workshop. It is my hope that you will, if you feel called and inspired, that you will join us because it's going to be a good, good time, deep dive, living life like we mean it, and making a difference in our children's lives and in our own lives, you know? So be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned to the show notes because I will always have the link in there. Um, we're working on like just building out the classes and the courses. And when that's available, I'm going to do a pre-sale and then we'll we'll start rocking and rolling and you'll start hearing that. I'm going to actually probably have the Happiness Workshop be the sponsor for this podcast because it's like, what's your purpose? Like, what? Are, why are you doing this? Um, I tell you, it is nice not. I mean, it's nice, but it's not. But just not being under pressure, like you got to record because you got to get your sponsor, you know, a message out there. So I do like not having that um, pressure. But financially speaking, you know, you have to run the podcast and you you have the equipment and the help and the producers and stuff. So you got to make money. But, you know, that's another story for another day. But um, my hope is that This summer and the fall or whatever, we'll have more shows and we'll be able to be more consistent. But for the most part, I'll just come on when I feel called. And I'm glad that you'll join me every time I post a new show. All right. So go forth. Be great. Remember, you can have it all. And until next time.